Are you ready to uncover hindrances blocking your dreams? Welcome to Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. I'm your host, author and national pageant winner, Joanna Harabedian. Through thought-provoking interviews, inspiring stories and teachings, we help you shine in the four pillars of strength for emotional, spiritual, physical, and financial breakthrough. It's time to step into your God-given greatness. It's your time to shine. Welcome, everyone, to Reveal the Diamond Within. I am your host, Joanna Harabedian, and I am so excited for the guests that I have with me today. You guys are in for a treat. Um, As you know, Reveal the Diamond Within, we address the four pillars of strength. So your spiritual strength, your emotional strength, your financial strength, and your physical strength. And within us is a diamond inside that we are created in the image of God and we bear those facets of the Lord. But the enemy tries to come in through different things and topple us in those in our pillars of strength. So today's guests, um, I'm so excited to have. They are um, just amazing women of God, wonderful friends of um, my husband, David, and I, and they are known as the sister duo. And so for today's show, we are going to address um, the emotional pillar of grief and hope deferred that can come from grief. And these girls, uh, Whitney and Alicia, they have an amazing story that is really going to inspire you today. It's going to give you hope and you're going to be able to see things from a different perspective. You know, grief is a terrible thing. And whether it's uh, uh, through a disease that's been a slow process, we've seen a loved one pass away, or whether it's something traumatic that happened and all of a sudden they're gone from the earth. However you slice it, it's painful. And, but a lot of times as we're walking through that grief, we can get stuck in that place. And God wants to unstick you today. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you the sister dynamic duo, Whitney and Alicia. They are worship leaders. They're songwriters, they are authors, and they're speakers, and they have a passion to bring and connect Jesus to to others, and so that's what they're going to do today, and they're going to share their story with you. So welcome, welcome, Alicia and Whitney. I'm so happy to have you join me. Thank you for being here. So tell us about you and your story and a little bit about your background. Yeah, so as you mentioned, we're sisters, and um, uh singers, songwriters, and worship leaders, and um, grew up in a musical family, grew up singing and learning how to harmonize. Our mom uh, was always putting us on stage somewhere on church, at church or, you know, wherever, but, um, and really trying to help us cultivate our gifting in that. So it really was second nature to us, but um, our, the ministry aspect, um, we grew up in church. Our dad was a pastor, our mom, a worship leader. And, um, and so just a relationship with God was, was always a part of our lives, but, um, it really became real to us and our, where we took on a ministry of our own and, and, and learning what worship was and, and who the father was to us, our own, when, um, our father passed away of cancer in 2013 and that was really like the catalyst that just awakened our hearts to um, what worship was, what God created us to do, who he created us to be. And it was it was such a, a weird place because you were going through such a heartbreaking 
turmoil experience in your life, but at the same time, God was awakening something and, and, and cultivating purpose and destiny out of it. And so that's just kind of like the, the beginning of where our ministry started. Yeah. And as you, you know, talk, talked about grief and, and the opening, we can grieve for a lot of situations, you know, it can be the loss of a loved one. It can be the loss of a job or, a, you know, going through a natural disaster or the ending of a right. relationship. And we found that although grief isn't a fun place to be by any means, and that it, it's painful and it's a journey that you walk through, those are the times that you really, um, can get closer to God than you have before. And there are times that can actually birth things that you didn't even know were within you. And that's really what happened through this loss was we were going to school for different things. She was going to school for nursing. I was going to school for marketing and just kind of doing what we thought we should do, what we thought was like the next, the next step mm-hmm. and losing our dad was, was just kind of that um, ground zero of like, okay, God, things aren't going the way that we expected they would go. Right. We don't know what we're supposed to do from here. So what do you want us to do? Because, you know, we were doing it our own way and things have completely changed. And so what is it that you have for us? And through that, um, you know, our, our dad's, the situation with him is, uh, you know, he had pancreatic and liver cancer, told us the diagnosis he knew before we did, oh, but wow. told us on a Monday And by that Thursday, he was gone. Mm -hmm. And actually by that, that, that night, Monday night that he told us he was in a comatose state after surgery. And so, wow, yeah, it was, um, although it was cancer, it was still like a very fast kind of whirlwind, you know, where we're going and heading into a week, thinking everything's normal, get the news on Monday. And by not even the end of the week, our dad's gone. And what do you, what do you do with that? You know, I remember, um, sitting at his, I was at the head of the bed when he took his last breath and just being like, okay, God, what does life look like from here? Like, where do I go? This was not in my plans at all, not on my radar. And I, we had had enough history with God because like Alicia said, we grew up in church and, and, um, led on worship teams. Our dad was a pastor and stuff like that. And so I had enough history with God to know that he works all things out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. But this was a situation where I was like, both of us were just like, we don't see how anything good could come from this. Right. But I knew God's character enough to say, but if good could come from this, you could bring it Lord. And so whatever you want to do in this situation, I just want to let you know, I'm on board. And let's, let's make some purpose out of this because right now it it doesn't feel like any good can come from it. And that's really what started, um, our journey of God teaching us that he can truly bring beauty from ashes. Wow. Now, how long did your dad know, um, that he had the cancer before he told you? I believe he was diagnosed in April, sometime in April and he passed away in August. So he knew, he knew well in advance, but was just kind of praying and believing him and his wife were praying and believing for healing and, and things like that. But, um, you know, ended up telling us in August the week wow. before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Did you have any resentment uh, towards your dad um, after he passed knowing that, you know, he only literally gave you a few days. Yeah. Process? You know, there's, there, there are those things is like, wow, I wish I would have had that time. I wish um, I would have, been able to help and, and all these things that you, you go through the woulda, coulda, shouldas, or what ifs, you know, I think we all have those. Um, but at the end of the day, you, 
you can spend so much energy and so much um, emotion, emotional energy thinking on those things. And at the end of the day, I just had to be like, you know what, God, he had his reasoning for doing that. Maybe it was just too difficult for him to, to share that. Um, right. I wish things could have been different. I wish the relationship could have been different and things like that. But um, I just have to trust that in your sovereignty, God, that even though we didn't get that opportunity, that, that it was, it was, you're going to work it out for our good, that it was for my dad's best interest, that it was for ours. And I can't go back and change, <laughs> can't right. go back and, and, and do things differently. But, um, I, I can only move forward and, and just trust that in, in God's hand in my life and, and what he's doing with it. And, and an interesting story with that, actually, um, being led by the spirit, um, you know, we come from, our parents got divorced and there were just, there's just as with divorces and things like there's hard feelings and, and things happen, yeah. you know, and, um, and so there was a point where just things were a little bit difficult with our dad and in the relationship wise. And he had before he, um, passed away and, um, I was a waitress at the time and, I felt like I felt prompted. I, we only lived down the street from our dad, from where our apartment was. Mm -hmm. And I felt prompted. Um, I was a college student waitressing at the time. And the Lord told me I was about to turn into where our apartment was. And the Lord told me to keep going straight and go to our dad's house. Mm -hmm. And he said, I want, I want you to give your dad, um, your tip money. Wow. Money from tonight. And, um, and I just think about that and, and I just, I went in there and, you know, still didn't know about my dad's diagnosis. I, I didn't know the full extent of it. I knew, you know, maybe they were having some financial issues and stuff, but, um, I went ahead and did that. And looking back, I didn't know the full ramifications of what I was doing, but, but father God did. <laughs> right. I, I think about that. I'm just like, thank you, Lord um, for that, for that one opportunity that I did get to sow into his life during that time. Wow. And, and that's something, um, when we know his voice and when we're led by the spirit, um, we can have that trust that, yeah, things didn't work out exactly like I thought they were going to work out, or I didn't get to be a part of things or, or as I wanted to be or whatever it is, but God, but God is so good. And that he gives us those glimpses <laughs> of if you, if you follow my voice, you'll understand why you'll understand why I had you give all your tip money when you're a college student and had to pay rent and all, these right. other things, you know, you'll understand why, because I look back at that now and the Lord still took care of me, but I have yeah. that beautiful memory of, of being a part of something that I didn't really know the full ramifications of at the time. Right. Wow. Now, what was the timing of that uh, moment that you had before he passed? Oh, it was, it was within that, that time frame. It was probably, um, a couple months before he passed. If I wow. remember. Yeah. 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 And that's what, when we surrender our lives to God and just, you know, entrust him with everything, like, it's cool to see when you look back, when you have that history with them, you can see, oh, God led me to do that because of this. Like she was saying, you know, the dots right. kind of connect. And even, even though we didn't get to be there to help our dad through his situation, like we would have had we known, 
there right. have been other like redemptive ways that God's brought about where there was, we had a spiritual dad, um, Debbie, who's been on your podcast. I know her husband Debbie Short. Passed away of cancer. I mean, it was literally the same exact hospital that our dad, wow. was in, like five years later, and we were able to go in and minister with them. We, I brought my guitar in and we would lead worship and we just got to do things for Chuck and Debbie that we didn't get to do for our dad. And in a way that was just very redemptive for us. Oh, talk about and, healing. Yeah. Yeah. And we could have just been like, oh, nope, same hospital, you know, seeing Chuck hooked up to the ventilator and stuff like our dad was, we could have just been like, nope, God, not going to be a part of this. Right. But we decided, no, we're, we're going to step into this and fully be here and be committed. And that was such a healing thing for us. You know, as we got to pour out to Chuck and Debbie, like God poured into us. And I'm so grateful for, for that experience. That's really powerful because instead of running away, it actually really took, I think, a lot of courage for you guys to step into that, you know, having the pain of your father and what you didn't have, you know, in that process and journey with him. And then to step into this encounter with Chuck and Debbie and then look how God blessed you. And so, you know, I think this is really um, an important um, note for everyone that sometimes we just have to step out that even if it doesn't, you know, it could be something else or we could have another choice, but to have that courage, just take that step and then look how God, God honored you with that. That's really beautiful. Wow. And I love like God's just honored that our dad's going home day as well. I ended up going back to college uh, a few years after he passed away to get a degree. I felt like the Lord was leading me to get, and literally my graduation, because it was 2020. So my graduation from May to August 15th, the day, like eight years prior that dad had gone to heaven. Wow. Just this year. Yeah. Um, I just had a baby in, in August and congratulations. Uh, exciting. And, uh, on our first ultrasound, they said that her due date would be August 15th. And so that was just another God thing that it was wow. like, she was born in the same hospital where my dad passed away. And I, she was actually born on the 14th at, at eight, eight 30 uh, PM timeframe. And so she was really close to being born on the 15th. But I remember when we were in the hospital within those four days with our dad, before he passed, um, the hospital would play, um, the lullaby song over the airway every time, um, a baby baby was born. And there was just something about that when we were going through that process with our dad and just, experiencing that heavy grief that that lullaby would play over the intercom and it would just be like a a peaceful reassurance that new life is still happening that God's still moving right so um when I had my my little girl on on August 14th um I know that lullaby played and um and during our stay at the hospital while she was being born and a little after every time that played I was just like God you're so good you make, you just redeem things, a date and a time frame in our lives where they, it, it would just be so heavy and people on the anniversaries are just, it's, it's a difficult time when you've lost a loved one and that year anniversary comes around. Yeah. And so God just even redeemed that to bring new life and new birth and, you know, new accomplishments with her graduation date at that time. And so he, that's just another example of, of, of taking the ashes and making them into something beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. Wow, that's just beautiful. You know, I would love for you guys to um, sing a short song to kind of encourage our listeners, you know, and you can just do it a cappella if you have your guitar, but I just feel like somebody needs to hear what you're going to sing right now. So why don't you go ahead and sing something? Yeah. Do you want to do Chasing Me Down? Mm-hmm. You want to share a little bit with, about that? Yeah. Um, this song I actually wrote it, mentioned about Chuck's experience, Chuck and Debbie with him just kind of going through his cancer. And yes. um, during that time I had those emotions of, of grief and just like, God, I've been through this with my dad. Like, and now I'm going through this again with a spiritual dad and right. just, and, but at the same time I was listening to this man preach and he was talking about God's goodness and mercy chasing us down, which is found in Psalms 23. And I was like, God, if that's true, like, can you just show me that your goodness, you know, is really, you're, you're giving me gifts every day. Like your goodness is chasing me down. I can't outrun it. And like we talked about that whole process was just such a redemptive process of God showing me, like, I'm going to let you do for Chuck, what you couldn't do for your dad. And, right. um, and just the, the beautiful process of, you know, walking with our spiritual mom, Debbie through that. And, um, just the, the precious moments of, of worship and, and God just opening my eyes, like even in the midst of grief and difficult situations, like you can see my hand through it all. You can see me, you know, working things out. And so through that, um, I just felt like, man, this needs to be a song. <laughs> and so yeah, uh, wrote the song It's called chasing me down and it's based off of, um, surely your goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And so we'll sing a little bit of that for you guys today. Oh, awesome. Where could I go? Where could I hide? There's nowhere I could run where your love couldn't find me. I've been to the depths and been to the heights and there was never a moment where you left my love inside. So why would I just keep on running, running in search of something that's been right in front of me all the time, your goodness and mercy are always chasing me down, your loving kindness. I sense it all around me, a wanderer, because in you I've been found, your goodness and mercy are always chasing me, chasing me down. Oh, that's so beautiful. Jesus is here. Wow. Brought tears from my eyes. That's just beautiful. You. I, you know, I think, uh, tell everyone what the website that they can go to, to get your music. Cause I really think this is so ministering and it's just beautiful. Yeah. You can find everything that we have, any music and books and resources on our website. And that's www.aliciaandwhitney.com. And there, um, or also you can find our music anywhere where you stream or download music. Um, and so, yeah. We're- yeah. And we also host a podcast. Uh, it's called coming up higher. Yes. And, uh, back here on the, on the screen. And- you and David have been on the show. Yeah. Yes, we have. It's an awesome show. I encourage everybody to go check it out. Yeah. So we just, uh, we enjoy on coming up higher, just encouraging people to just rise above negativity, rise above 
just the status quo of what everybody else is focusing on and focus on the God narrative for your life and, and for the world around you. And so we encourage you guys to check us out there as well. So. Absolutely. Now, what would you give as like, you know, someone who's not at this healed place yet, but they're in the midst of the struggle. What are a couple of things that you can encourage them with to do that may just be a, a practical application or, or encouragement? Yeah, I would say um, one is lean into the father. And sometimes when we're broken and wounded, we want to create barriers and walls. But scripture says that he's near to the brokenhearted. And so that's a, when, when scripture says that, that's a promise. And so if you're brokenhearted today, that means he's near <laughs> and, and maybe even nearer than you've ever felt him before. But just lean into that, lean into your, your feelings and your emotions, but don't, don't get lost in there. Give them to him. And that's where the redemption comes and you start building up the, that foundation of healing, um, whether it's through reading his word, reading Psalms, or whether it's putting on some worship music and just soaking, or just even just praying, even if you don't have the right words to pray, just, just sit there and just soak in his presence. I think that's where so much of, of our healing came and, um, and so that's first and foremost, I would say. Yeah. And secondly, I, whenever I've been talking to someone that's going through grief, like my first thing is just like, know it's a process and just give yourself grace for however long this process takes. Mm -hmm. Because I know for me, I'm a very like motivated person. I have a to-do list. Like I want right. to, I just want to get through this and move on to the next stage, but that's not, unfortunately, how grief works. And really, um, when we grieve, especially like with losing a loved one, it's just a testament of how much we loved them. And, um, and sometimes it's, you know, if the situation wasn't good, it's just grieving what, what wasn't, what could have been, right. what you hoped would be, but just giving yourself that grace of, okay, however long this takes me, like, it's okay. Like get rid of the shoulds. Like I should be over this by now. I should be at this point. I should blah, blah, blah. Like just, take should out of your vocabulary and just say, okay, God, however long this process takes, maybe it's months, maybe it's years. Um, yeah. I'm just going to walk through it with you and not put shame on myself or guilt on myself that I'm right. not what I hoped I would be at this time. And so I just, I just bless people with just the grace to just walk through this and fully allow yourself to heal in this process. Yeah, I really like that because I know um, a lot of times, especially, you know, let's say a couple of years go by, three years go by, and you still are grieving. But then you have your well-meaning friends that are like, well, you know, shouldn't you be over this by now? You know, shouldn't you do that? And and, and, I, that, and that's just, I think, painful. And um, so I really like what you just said, Winnie. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. And then I think, I don't know, we may have four steps. <laughs> There's two yeah, of that's okay. Let, let's hear it. <laughs> Um, but really just having that, uh, one of the best things, and I didn't even know I was doing it at the time, but one of the best decisions I made was when I was at my dad's bedside and just said, okay, God, whatever good that you can bring out of this or whatever you want to do in this situation, like I'm on board. And I didn't feel, I didn't want to say that necessarily. I didn't feel good. You know, this wasn't where I wanted to be. This wasn't the life I wanted God to give me, but I was just like, all right, God, I'm giving you control, whatever you want to do with this. Like I'm yours. The situation is yours. 
And so I just encourage everyone, if you're going through a difficult situation of grief, whether it's the loss of a loved one or a job or a relationship or a house or, you know, whatever, like, um, just be willing to say, God, even though maybe I don't want to be here and I don't feel like it, I'm going to give this to you and just, you do what only you can do. Mm -hmm. And you'll be amazed as you just continue to surrender to him, like what good he can bring out, what beauty he can bring from the ashes of your experience. Yeah. And I think another, another thing too, is to not compare your grief journey to someone else's. Mm -hmm. Right. Our sisters grew up in the same house, you know, have similar, we're different in some ways, similar in others, but had the same father, you know, that passed away. And so, um, like we grieve differently, even right. though we're as close as we are. And um, grieving the end of a marriage is going to look different than grieving the, you know, loss of a child or loss of a parent. Or right. there's just so many things. And so you can't measure by someone else's journey. You have mm-hmm. to trust your own process because God, God gives us each our own process because he wants to refine and bring different things out of us through the process. Right. And, um, and so don't, don't hold yourself to that, that standard of, of comparison. Like, like she said, I should be further like so-and-so, or I should go be doing a ministry like so-and-so by now or whatever, but, but just, um, keep in tune with God's cadence and what his process is for your life. And, um, that's, that's the best place you can be. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, that's really good, Alicia, because, um, I really like what you just said that each person's grief is different and because God is working out something different in you mm-hmm. versus your sister or whoever else. And I think that's a, that's a really key component for people to remember that through this journey, as you surrender to the Lord, as you're giving it to him and he, he's then is firing out things within you. And it's that refiner's fire as, and the fire is painful. And yeah. so that's really good. You know, I would love for us to take some time to uh, pray for everybody um, who's struggling with this right now or in this situation. So why don't you go ahead and open in prayer and then I'll close. Yeah. Well, Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to come together and to talk about you, Lord, and, and, and testify because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so we thank you, Lord, that because you've brought us through God and you're continually bringing us through that what you've done for us, you can do for every person listening to this episode. And so, Lord, I just pray um, just a spirit of just breakthrough and victory over everyone that's watching this episode. And and for those who are in grief, Lord, your word says that you are near to the brokenhearted. And so I just pray that they feel your presence closer than they ever have before. God, that in this situation that maybe they didn't want to be in or ask to be in, Lord, that um, you're just going to you're going to um, develop them, Lord, even further into the person that you created them to be in. And your relationship with them is going to go to greater heights and deeper depths than they ever knew that they could go. And, and I just pray, Lord, that they're um, transformed by you, God, that they're not taken down by this grief, but they're transformed into the person, Lord, that you've designed them to be. And I just pray um, encouragement over them, God, that on the days that they don't feel like continuing to move forward, that you just um, show them enough light, God, just to, to keep to moving forward, to put one foot in front of the next and to not give up, Lord, any spirit of, um, you know, just suicide or, or wanting to give up. We break that right now in the name yes. of Jesus, that you have purpose yes. 
you have life. God has a plan for you. You're still here for a reason. You've um, been able to overcome what you've overcome for a reason. And so right now, God, I just pray the spirit of just life and boldness come upon each and every listener in yes. Jesus name. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Lord, I just, I pray for that person that's just sitting in a dark room and just um, has been there for days and just it doesn't see the purpose to, of, of moving forward or doesn't see how, how things are going to get better. Lord, I just pray that they can take that first step yes. just to take the first step. Maybe it's, it's getting up and washing their face. Maybe it's getting dressed. Maybe it's going for a walk, whatever it is. Maybe it's opening, opening their Bible or, or, or turning on some worship music. Lord, I just pray that they take that first step today, yes. God, because the first step will lead to the next step and, and to, to the next step. Mm -hmm. And God, I just pray that they feel your presence like never before father, mm -hmm. that, that you're just, your your Holy spirit infiltrate that room right now, yes. father, and just may they be surrounded in that that unexplainable peace that passes all understanding and, uh, and may it just in, may they be infused with it. Yes. But Lord, I encourage them today to just take that first step in Jesus yes. name. Yes, Lord. And for those of you that maybe need to invite Jesus into your heart or you need to renew your heart to him, maybe you've been bitter or angry or you blame God or whatever it is. I want to invite you to have Jesus come into your heart afresh. So I want you to just repeat after me and just say, Jesus, come into my heart. Help me in my darkness. Forgive me of my sins. Heal the broken places. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your love. In Jesus' name. So if that was you today, then I just pray for you to feel the glory of the Lord, the love of God to just touch you right now. I break off hope deferred that has come and I break off the spirit of grief that has come and attached to you so that you can't move on and you can't move forward in your life. And we thank you now, Lord, for your angels to be sent forth to surround each person and their family, those who have lost their parents, those who, whatever the situation is, we just ask now for your angels to just shroud them, Lord, under the wings, according to Psalm 91, that they will rest in the shadow of the Almighty, and that you would bubble up a new joy and a new hope in their heart and in their life, that you would bring them encouragement that they need to have right now in this moment. Whether it's someone that comes and says, hey, can I pray for you? Or someone that, or they get a smile from somebody, whatever it is, Lord, whatever that encouragement is that they need today, we just pray it forth now in the mighty name of Jesus, that they can be encouraged and know that there's a heavenly father that loves them, that is holding their hand and never lets go, no matter what it looks like. They've never, you never let go, Lord. And so we just release your blessings right now on our friends who are listening. And we speak healing to those places. We command every chain to fall off in the name of Jesus. And we just release your love and your light and your mercy and your grace for your mercy endureth forever. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow, powerful girls. Well, thank you for being on the show and encouraging everybody with your story. Thank you for your strength and your courage that you've had to have in the midst of, you know, really dark times and to be a light to everybody. 
And the best thing I love is that you're using your gifts that God's given you within. And so I just, um, I encourage everyone who's listening to look within you because with inside of you is a diamond and inside of you, you do have gifts. It's a lie from the enemy that would speak to you and say, there's nothing in you. That's not true. You have something that God has given you and he wants you to shine in that. So we just bless everyone listening. I bless the sister duo and everything that you're setting your hands to. I know you guys have a single coming out next month, right? Tell us really quick about your single that's coming out. Yeah, it's actually coming out this month. Oh, this month. That's right. This yeah. month. Okay. Yeah. So by yeah. the time this is released, it'll be out. But yeah, it's called it'll be out. Yeah. Again, And it's got a great message to it. Yeah. Just encouraging people, you know, it goes great with this podcast today because um sometimes with that hope deferred or when circumstances don't go our way, we we stop believing, even just in in that we have a purpose and destiny. And this song just says, believe again. I dare you to dance, I dare you to sing, I dare you to put yourself out there again and and believe again. And so I hope it encourages you guys. Awesome. <laughs> oh, it will, it will. Well, girls, thank you so much for being on and we appreciate you and love you guys. And um Goodbye, everyone. And till the next session, Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. Thank you for listening to Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. If you're blessed by today's message, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Help us spread the gospel. Visit me at virtualchurchmedia.com. God bless you. And we'll see you in the next session.